Good morning. Good morning. This is Nurse T. And of course, this is a, another episode of Welcome You. This is a hard episode for me. But good morning. This is Nurse T. And this is my sixth episode of Nursing You Back to Life. So, it was a rough day yesterday. Rough day yesterday. And a lot of times I won't put things out there. I will keep it, keep, keep things to myself. But if I keep things to myself, a lot of times I can't. I can't function or my mind is always cloudy of what I'm going through. So, like I said, I started this podcast so that I could vent and let out what's on my mind. And even if I get one person to listen to see what I go through, it may help, may be helpful and it may not be helpful. But a lot of times it helps me. So... To reinvent off of what happened yesterday, I taped that episode yesterday to to state that I was um taking the babies their clothes. You know they felt uh real bad last week, and you know when you're a mom, you really don't want your kids to go through anything. Not in today's society, they go through enough. And God behold, my my babies go through a lot. They go through a lot. People sometimes don't understand the the shit that, you know, kids go through, let alone what I go what I gotta go through to understand and, and see what they go through. Especially especially my eleven year old, you know. So I took the girls, I, I got off from work yesterday and um I called my baby girl and uh which is the middle one and I Told her I'm I'm headed home, um, and you want me to, uh, you know, drop off your clothes, um, so that you have them for tomorrow, and you're not going to school and and crazy things. And so, um, she, you know, like yes, mommy, you know. So I said, uh, well, where's your dad? And she said, um, he's not home. So I said, so you're home with um the young lady, and so she said yes. So I said, okay, well, you know, get your things and I'll, I'll, um, I'm on my way home. I'll, uh, stop passing and, and give you your stuff. You can run outside and get your stuff and I, you know, will give it to you and go ahead on home. So I, um, called their father and I didn't get an answer. And so she wasn't sure if he was working late or anything like that. So I said, okay, well, I have, um, I've I've dropped stuff to them um many times uh before. So I didn't really think of it to drop anything past their house this time. Uh and I've picked up uh library books. I've dropped off um clothes, I've dropped off soccer stuff. Uh, I've dropped off several things, so I didn't really think of me being in harm's way 
um, this time dropping stuff off. Like I said, I'm just kind of dropping stuff off. I called the girlfriend, had her um, on the phone. And because he is a person of the law, you know, sometimes you always got to be, be a few steps ahead of them because you just never know. And, you know, I'm a smart woman. You just never know. So I'm talking to her. Um, I said, listen, uh, talk to me while I um, drop this stuff off to my babies, you know, um, just in case. And I, I, I really don't know why I felt like I needed, you know, her and it probably was just a support thing, you know, so that I don't, you know, get into anything. Well, long behold, I pulled up and the father's outside. So I said, oh, okay, perfect. As I am pulling up, my baby girl is at the door, the middle one, um, to get her things because she knows, you know, like me, we kind of simultaneously, she opened the door. I was pulling up. Dad and the girlfriend was outside. So I looked over and I said, oh, okay, um, well, her dad is here. So I get out the car um, and proceed to get their stuff. And, you know, I uh, went over, yelled over to him, hey, I'm uh, dropping off Tori's belongings. So he, you know, said something to my daughter. And so she went back in the house. So I'm assuming he probably said, go ahead on back in. Maybe I'll get, you know, I'll go ahead and get the stuff. So that's what I just assumed. So as I'm walking, you know, he's saying something and I'm talking to my girlfriend, you know, and um, taking him the stuff. So as I get closer, he saying, oh, why you come to my fucking house? Um, who told you to come to my fucking house? So I said, well, you know, I've came here before. I know it was a problem to come to your house. I'm dropping off the baby's stuff. Oh, well, you know, you coming on my fucking property and, you know, and at this time I realized it's a show for her because I've been to her house before to drop off things. I've picked up things. I wasn't coming in any um, I wasn't coming violent. I wasn't coming in any fight. I, I wasn't coming for anything other than to drop off the baby's stuff. Um, so I, uh, as I'm proceeding to walk towards him, he, you know, still cussing and carrying on. So as he gets closer to me, he pushes me, pushes me down. Now I'm talking about a person of the law. He thinks that it's okay to push me. So of course he pushed me and as I'm falling down now, he starts swinging and now I'm trying to defend myself because now I'm thinking, oh, like, what the hell? What's going on? Like, are you are you fucking serious? Like, I've dropped off stuff before. It's never been a problem. Um, And proceeded to as he pushed me, he pushed me. Swung his hands one Fist hit me on the top of my forehead. The other one, of course, I hurt my left side because I went to my left side. Hit me um, on my right, no, no, my left arm. So 
Now I go to the ground. My phone swings out my hand and my girlfriend is like, what? No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because she can't believe that this is going on. Now, this is a 50 year old person of the law and have enough sense. If he felt like that, no, you know, you shouldn't be here now. It's not a good time. You know, go ahead on, you know, um, but he should be able to handle himself in appropriate manner other than putting his hands on me because I didn't come to no I didn't come to fight and if I came to fight then maybe I would have been more aware and ready for the fight but I wasn't even ready for the fight because that's not what I come there for I've never would come to somebody's house to fight I come to you know, bring my daughters their stuff um, and make sure that they are, you know, OK. Other than that, I don't you know, I don't come to, to, to battle. I don't come to fight, but I definitely didn't come to put my hands on anybody or to get in any altercation. So now it's an all out. It's a, now it's a bad situation. Because, of course, he got his gun on me, gun on him. Now, I'm feeling a little hesitant because if anybody know, I will go in. But now at this point, I can't go in because this is a person of the law and he's fighting me. Whether he pulled the gun out, whatever he do, I cannot really defend myself as I would regularly defend myself because he can say anything. So now the girlfriend, stop, stop, Rob, stop. You know, uh, I, you know, call the police. Now he's saying call the cops because I'm thinking call the cops. Like, okay, call the cops. Call the cops because now I, I picked up my phone and was like, you know, my my girlfriend has seen it. It, it had has witnessed this all because, of course, thank God for FaceTime. So she like, oh, my God, you know, what in the world did he put his hands on you? Like you was giving him the clothes. And of course, now he's still fussing. I'm still fussing. Now I'm cursing. He's cursing. And now he proceeds to get the clothes to take them back for the girls. So now I'm pissed. So now I'm walking back and forth. I get in my car. I pull off. I call my my girlfriend. She was like, don't you leave. You stay right there. So I turned, came back around the block, sat right there till the police came. Now we in Cheltenham. The wait till the police come and I'm explaining some of the situation. Of course, I'm upset. The police, you know, calm down, calm down. What's going on? So he go over and talk to them. Come over and talk to me. I'm still upset. I'm walking back and forth trying to calm myself down. I still got my girlfriend on the phone. And after I called my other girlfriend, she said, okay, I'm running around here because she lives over um, in Shellingham right there off of, um, off of Lime Kill. So she ran around there. And so the police came back over. So now their whole persona changes towards me. Because at, at this point, I believe they they have the information that he's a police officer. So I'm explaining to them, you know, he put his hands on me. I just came here, drop off, you know, 
clothes. I've came here to drop off clothes before. I've came here to pick up clothes before. I've came here to pick up books before. I have been here before. So he said, well, this is a domestic dispute. Yes, it is. You know, y'all share kids. Yes, we do. Um, And I said, I want to, you know, press charges. So he said, well, I'm going to give you this paperwork so that you can go up to the precinct and file a PFA, a PFA or PFT. So I'm like, okay, um, I want to press charges. So she, he was like, well, uh, you know, he's a little bit hesitant with this information and a little, a little bit hesitant with what he wants to do. So I don't know if it's in Sheltonham, you know, if you can put your hands on people without anything being done, but I wasn't given any paperwork, no documentation. They filled out information, uh, gave me a protection against abuse form and told me to go and file a PFA. Well, I don't come over there all the time. You know, my daughters go to go um, to the bus stop, which I don't really take them to the bus stop anymore. Uh, I take them to school and I I have them in before care when they're home. So, you know, I don't really, so I'm thinking so, and I, I, I'm, I'm just livid at this time because now I'm thinking so, is nothing going to happen? And is it okay that he can put his hands on me and not, you know, there's, you know, no, no, nothing else. So he said, well, I don't know if he put his hands on you because you, um, I don't see any marks. So I said marks. So they didn't inspect me for a mark. They didn't call the ambulance for me to, you know, get any medical attention but because I didn't have a mark and pulled and and, and I guess and, and, and I would have been beat down would have had to be beat down literally I would have had to be beat down to for them to do something is that the day and age that we are living in as women we literally have to be beat down in order for something to happen I'm telling you that he put his hands on me. Oh, well, he's saying that y'all were fighting each other back. Oh, okay. So he is admitting that he put his hands on me. And is this the proper procedure that you guys would take if he wasn't a part of the law? Or is this the proper procedure that you would take if it was a regular person? Me and another person. So you're saying that I can go and hit anybody and nothing. You're saying nothing can be done about it. You give me, didn't give me any DC numbers, just gave me a piece of paper and said, go up to um, Norristown and file a protection order. So I said, oh, okay. So my girlfriend pulls up and, and, and my, you know, I have my girlfriend on the phone. I have another girlfriend that pulled up. My mom then called me on the other phone because, of course, I called my brother and was like, you know, 
uh, this man that put his hands on me, he was like, are you serious? I said, yeah, I came to drop off the kids some clothes. This has never happened. Um, and what I, I, I really don't understand what the heck just happened right now. You know, I, I, I really don't understand. And the, the police, of course, is not offering any assistance, any help. So my girlfriend said, well, we know that he has, you know, he, he's a, he's a, he's an officer of the law. So, you know, from, from Pensa, from, from Philadelphia. So we know that he, you know, has a camera. So I said, well, you know, he has a camera. You can see that he assaulted me. The second officer said, oh, we don't have to ask him that. I said, well, you choose not to ask him to look at the camera or you don't want to ask him. Oh, we, oh, we not asking him that he, he has an option. He can ask us what had, what, you know, he can, he can ask us. However, he, he can act what he, what he said was he can, he can choose to show us or not. He doesn't have to show us. Okay. I was just assaulted. You can ask him. So you saying you're choosing not to ask him. Oh, we don't we we don't have to ask him. We we getting ready to leave. And they don't want you here. Oh. Okay. I said, "Well, I was hurt." Literally. Well, um you're more than welcome to go to the hospital. I said, "Okay." I drove myself to Abington Hospital. They took x-rays of my thumb and they took x-rays of my neck cuz of course after the adrenaline comes down now you you know and I and I know I fell to my left side you know now you feeling like okay so my neck you know and my thumb and now you know they inspecting me and doing their medical you know um observation and of course thank you Jesus I have no, you know, um, no, no fractures of, of, of my neck or my, my, my thumb is, is, is basically just, just swollen and it's from, um, uh, uh, my, my, my bruises is in, in things are from, you know, somebody that was just into just that, that just got into a fight. Um, so I, you know, got some Motrin and, you know, they said Motrin and ice. And so they asked, you know, did you become unconscious? And I said, no, I didn't go unconscious um, because I, I probably would not have because I, the adrenaline was too high that I even if I had got hit hard, I would not have realized it until after things have calmed down. And of course, this morning I'm sore and I see the bruises that I, you know, the scratch on my the left side of my forehead I see it you know um from the punch and the scratches on my you know thumb and I you know ice and 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 I didn't take any more Motrin but I'm sitting here thinking this is now this situation has now escalated and changed into something totally different now It has turned into something totally different because this morning I'm going to file my complaint. I'm going to file my complaint 
I'm going to the city to file my complaint. I'm going over in Sheltonham to file my complaint. I'm calling my lawyer. Like this is this this is crazy. And this is nothing I went over there for. Because I'm I'm I mean I'm too old. I'm no, you know, young person of the street, you know, and I'm, you know, uh going and messing and bothering. I'm a professional. I'm a professional. Literally, I am a professional. And to be taken advantage of in that manner, because you have this arrogance that you can put your hands on somebody for no reason at all. But after I think about it, the reason was she was there. The reason was she was there. I have never, to think about it, I have never um, stopped passing. If she was there, I didn't know about it. Um, If she was inside, I didn't know about it. If she wasn't inside, I didn't know about that. I just know that I just came to drop off things, um, pick up things. Never, but like I said in, in previous, and I don't know if I did, she has a personal problem with me that I don't know about and it has to be from the stories that he tell and this was I say when I say about women it's always two sides to the story and somewhere in between lies the truth and I don't know if she was she's insecure because of course they're older than me she he's 50 she's about 47 so they're they're older and maybe she has a personal thing against me because I'm younger um I don't look even 40 so of course she might have you know a personal thing going on because of that she's you know be 50 uh I know my daughters have always expressed, you know, if I called them, you know, I may have been coming home from work or something and I go give them a call and I, you know, with FaceTime, I'll FaceTime them. And and if they're in the car with their father, they'll FaceTime me, talk to me. But if they're in the car and this, you know, um, person is in the car with them, they will send me a text message like, mommy, we can't talk to you. We, we, we can't FaceTime you while she's in the car. Um, mommy, when you like, if they're at the house, when, you know, and they, uh, they are downstairs in the phone ring and I call, uh, they can't FaceTime me. I'm assuming she doesn't want me to see the inside of your house, of her house. I'm not interested in the inside of your house. If I wanted to look in and find out the inside of your house, I could look on, it's public information. So, but I'm not interested in the inside of your house. I'm interested in talking to my daughter. So they have to run upstairs and close their door to um, FaceTime me or talk to me um, because there has to be some type of inner insecurity she has as a woman um, about me, which I've never spoke to her. 
She's never spoke to me other than meeting me at a school. And to me as a woman, I would never not want to speak to the ex-wife because I'm not a violent person and I never, I've never had any altercations with her. I've never had any altercations with him, but he's mad. He's been mad. He's always mad. And I guess it shows that he's mad and he's even madder when I'm happy. He's even madder when I prevail and I rise as a woman. He, he He's even madder because I don't feed into him and her relationship. I don't feed into anything that they have. It's none of my business. I have nothing to do with that. The only importance is those doors of mine. But now this man has brought this situation to a higher level because even with me having brothers, even with me having another, uh, other, uh, a significant other, that's a bad situation that can go wrong. This is a different day and age. That's a bad situation. This is a bad situation that can go wrong because How do my brothers go over and defend me? How do I go and defend myself? And is that what the law think that they can do now in a situation? No matter how mad he has made me, I've never thought that I could go over there. I've never thought that I could put my hands on him, her or anybody else. That's never even been a thought through my head. Ever. Never. And I don't fault her for being in a situation where you with a man and you don't really know. Or you with a man and he helping you pay your bills. Or you with a man and you need him for all these reasons other than to under step out of the situation and understand woman to woman what the what what the situation entail. When I was with him and he had a situation with his ex, she had to reach out and do things to me in order for me to respond to anything. But I never got into the middle of anything that they had. Period. But He's never had his kids as much as he has my kids. He didn't get her kids during the week. He didn't share custody with her kids. He got those kids every other weekend and one weekend out of summer. That's when he got them. But I guess when you go through situations, he learned that, oh, well, With this situation, I'm going to get my kids more and maybe I don't have to pay more. Zip. No, you still have to pay. We have kids together just like I have to pay. So we still have to pay to take care of our kids. You're still going to have to take help take care of your kids. So it was terrible yesterday. Literally, it was terrible Terrible, terrible. And at this point, 
I'm a little afraid of my, I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit afraid for my life. And I'm afraid for my life because this is not an ordinary situation with an ordinary person. And I say that to say, I'm not afraid to die. Those are my babies. And whatever happens, I will die protecting them. But I'm going to stand up for me. I've never been the one not to stand up for me. I've never been the one not to stand up for what's right. So this morning, I'm going to put in my papers, file my complaint, and do what's needs to be done. Because at this point, it's war. It's war. Now, when I walk around in the streets, I got to watch my back from this man. Because if he would do something like that, what else will he do? What else will he do? It's crazy because I have a license to carry and I've never, I carry and, you know, sometimes I, you know, leave it home because it's big and sometimes I don't. But at this point, I have to keep my gun on my hip. And I know, you know, when you are of the law, you know, he can try to get his girlfriend to, you know, go and file this complaint or say X, Y, and Z or, but pull the tape. Pull the tape. Pull the tape, but he's not going to show the tape because it'll show him as the aggressor, not me. It'll show him as the aggressor. So because it'll show him as the aggressor, he's not going to reveal that tape. But moving forward, this has changed everything. And now, I definitely got to pray every day because you never know which, what day may be my last day. You never know what day may be my last day. And what this may escalate to, what this may not escalate to, I would think it wouldn't escalate to anything. However, I am going to press charges. It's crazy because if I was the the person that I was a good uh, maybe about 10 years ago, I probably would be in jail because I, I have, I, but I, you know what? I've worked through it. I've worked through it. I've, I've went to uh, counseling, anger management counseling when I was 17, 18, you know, I've, 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 I've went through, you know, humbling myself. Um, as I had my kids, I got better. I got better. 
But if I was, oh my God, that young girl, I would have tore that house up. I would have tore him up. But when you become a certain age, you're not fighting like you're a little kid. You're actually fighting for your life. So, I can't imagine being in a relationship, and I know women go through abuse all the time. I will not stand for it, period. I will not stand for it. Of course, I will not, you know, um, I don't, I, I guess he don't have to worry about me. He would have to come on my territory, literally. He would have, now we can't, you know, exchange the kids in a, in a, in a, in a, um, in a adult manner. Now we got to exchange the kids at the police station. Like, look at all of this that transpired that now has heightened to another level. Thank God I had my girlfriend on FaceTime. Thank God. And and it's crazy because I've just learned. I've just learned. Ladies, pray for me. I'm going to keep on praying for you guys. I don't know if your situation, you go through just something like that every day. I can't imagine. But I know there's some of you that probably do. I say stand up. Stand up for yourself. This will not be tolerated. Not with me. I will not. My daughters, they were upset because, of course, my baby girl, the youngest one, came down and seen that mommy got pushed. I hear her. And the fact that your father did it. Now I have to talk to them because I will not. I will not. Let them think that that's okay by their father or any man. Pray for me and my family. Pray for my loved ones because I know, I know they want to take action. But you cannot. You have to do it in a professional manner. You have to do it in a professional manner. I will not take the law in my my own hands. And I cannot because I have babies. They depend on me being here as long as I possibly can. I haven't even expressed anything to my son. I don't want him out in college thinking about this. Will he listen to his podcast? He may. He may not. But he a boy. He just think it's girl stuff. But really don't know what his mom is battling with. But he too know that his mom is a strong woman. His mom is a strong woman. Oh, 
just unbelievable. 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 This is Nurse T, and I'm going to gather my thoughts, get myself together today. I'm going to take my Motrin, and I'm going to get started. My voice will be heard in this situation. My voice will be heard. And whether he think it's not okay, whether he think it's okay, he will realize that it's not okay. You guys enjoy your day. Pray for me. I'll pray for you. And women, we are going to get through this. We are going to get through this. I'm venting. I'm glad I'm venting. I definitely don't want to go into a deep, dark place where I do something that I can't pull back from or do something that I regret doing. Because I know your mind is a place that you can talk to it and it can talk to you and it can, you know, have you thinking that you need to go and take the law into your own hands. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to expect that the law is going to protect me, even though the Sheltonham police didn't do anything. I'm not going to stop there. I definitely got badge numbers from the police over in Sheltonham, Bradbury, 1022, Shuffler, 1033, and Philadelphia Police, Officer 8339 or 8359. Believe me, I'm going to file my complaints this morning. You guys have a great day.